T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua, it's our Tua, it's our Tua, 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 Tongue of Iloa, not Tua Tagle of Leoa. A for effort, Dolphins quarterback, Tua. It's our Tua, it's our Tua. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. <laughs> Our of the program, ladies and gentlemen. is i don't know what leroy is we got a potluck today stunting steve oh that's everybody's why everybody's willy-nilly today with the rules it's like they're all got fat cat syndrome they're sitting here like it's thanks it's not thanksgiving hey it's not thanksgiving you don't get to go leave the show to go have some some swedish meatballs i don't know what it is with, with athletes never <laughs> never like being on time it was crowder leroy Leroy. I, I think leroy's got like sometimes leroy when there's people here he could be lost for a segment. And maybe he's on the phone with AT&T. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> that too. Could be that. I'm not sure. But, I'm, uh, I'm going to go look for them. <laughs> Robbie the Degenerate says, Hour two, right at 11. Beautiful back timing, son, Steve. I think uh, you. Glenn would be proud. I learned from the best. You know? Uh, Rob, Robbie, by the way, people are wanting, like all the time people are hitting me up to, for Robbie to answer for his crimes. They say they want him on here to answer for his crimes. I don't know if he will. Look, in fairness to Robbie, he was on the Tua was in his uh, was on his hit draft room list. He was just rats off the ship very quickly. Fraud and said he wasn't a, said he wasn't a blacksmith. He also called Jalen Waddle fake fast. But that's all over now. It's in the Rob, past. What does Robbie know about fast? I don't know. He's a, he's a scout. You know, he's boots on the ground. He goes to like Kane uh, Spring games and all that. We will do another summit, Robbie. Of course, Dolphins receipts is getting. Have you seen this? It's like a. It's like a freezing. Love, it's a local freezing cold takes. Basically, I love this Twitter account. This and it's getting people hot. Are you seeing some of the reaction that some of the reporters are having to this? Like it's. You know what? 
Look, I don't know if I'll ever end up on Finn's receipts. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I've said a lot of crazy stuff, but I was always on the Tua train. Our Tua. Um, but, man, if I ever was that off on things, I would just laugh. I, you know what the thing is? People people get really, uh, really bothered when they're wrong about stuff. They have a problem just saying they're wrong. When they should really just learn to change the goalposts. Like, when you move the goalposts. Like you? Yeah, then you're never wrong. You just or or you 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 find caveats or loopholes, but these people don't know how to do it, and so they're freaking out and uh, and and because of this Finn's receipts Twitter account, which is calling everybody out. It's amazing. I really really enjoy it. Are you talking about the two receipts? Yeah. <gasps> I love those. Oh, you're talking about the that was a great that was. Did you see that Sun Steve at the game this past week? A guy brought to the game a sign that was to a receipts. I actually have it. You so want to see yeah, it? yeah. Can you put it up, JFig? It was uh it was this fan who has his lovely hair and it was just a it was a chart of all of the bad Tua takes there have been. Do you have the close up of it, JFig? Yes I do. So we can read some of these? Because it was it was masterful. So it's uh what the hell is the guy's name? Jacob Ratner twelve on Twitter, if you guys want to go give him a follow. Um, and he's got like Skip Bayless, Chris Sims, who can go to hell, Portnoy. Uh, who else he got on there? You got Keyshawn Johnson. I love who, how Brian Flores is there. I like how Brian Flores is there too. And then, and then there's even like somebody like Big Cat from Barstool. He's like, uh, he, he's, uh, he's, he's reformed. It's like he's found Jesus. He's found Tua. The religious <laughs> see, experience. That's for why him. he hasn't mixed out. That's why he's xed out. He's learned. He's answered for his crimes. If you answer, listen. If you are not on the tour train, there's still hope for you. You can, an- but you must answer for your crimes. Don't act like you were here the whole time. All right, we're not gonna sit here at this party and just be like, "Oh, he's been here all the all the." No, 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 no. That's not how it works. So if Chris Sims, if Chris Sims wants to get on the tour train, he can, but he must confess. He must confess and repent because he had Jared Stidham as a higher ranked quarterback. I also love how he included quotes. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. Did a great job. Let me see if I can get this. That's a little bit small for my... Here we go. Uh, he put, for Skip Bayless, Tyreek Hill is doing the impossible, making Tua look good. That's the quote that I gave him a oh no for, I think it was. Yep. Yep. Chris Sims. He has the quote, Taysom Hill is a better quarterback than Tua. That's a good receipt. Minus one. That's an awful take. Dave Portnoy. Founder of Barstool. He's a sully. Screw that guy. Tua stinks. Mac Jones is better. Woof. Minus one. Omar Kelly. Tua's teammates think he's a weirdo. That was a very weird thing for Omar to reveal. That was, that's very mean. He was so random. But that's what he does, though. It's very strange. He does have, like, that little side note. Did you did you see the mic'd up video with Tua that the Dolphins put out? I did. Loved out? it. Seems I don't know. Seems pretty there, beloved. There was actually a great um, tweet where someone showed a mic'd up from last year with him and Brian Flores, where it was just him saying like, "Yep, yes, sir." Yeah, yes, sir. no, I saw that. Being all like, you yes, know, yes, sir, not fun. And then he calls, and then he lovingly calls Mike McDaniel boss, boss. which I think is cool. Yeah. He goes, "What do you think, boss? What are we going to do, boss?" Mike with with Flores, it's sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Well, Mike McDaniel, who calls him dude. Which is, I mean, because he's how like, many coaches call like, their players dude? Because he's two years older, right? Like, like, I feel like he would call anyone dude, dude. though. Uh, like you having a conversation, he go dude, 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 dude. By the way, these uh, headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Uh, Mike Florio. You think I, they know cable? 
No, I don't think they do. <laughs> you think no, they know fiber That's not their slogan. Probably no. better than AT&T, though. Mike Florio. I don't think two is going to magically become better. He can't be fixed. So, ah! here's, here's my question. Nobody of all these receipts, nobody said any of this before Tua got to the NFL. And if you didn't believe that beforehand, you can't come up with mysterious things to make two a bad. For example, you don't just lose arm strength in the first two years of your career unless something happens. You mean like catastrophically breaking your hip? But that's what my point. My point. If they would have said, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily bullish on Tua because I want to see how he returns from the hip. That's a whole different conversation. But to just all of a sudden tack all these things on to Tua that weren't there when he was healthy, like it that's what drives me crazy. You have people that have been around this sport for far too long mm-hmm. and are commenting about a guy who wasn't healthy, right? And and just come oh he doesn't have a strong enough arm oh he doesn't did, were you saying that when he was at Alabama you want another one sure Chris Long Tua can't throw Tyree kill the ball Derek Carr is better hmm. you mean the crybaby <laughs> yeah oh we're trying so hard try harder dude the hell out of here so so my thing is this wait wait can I give you another one yeah go ahead Mike Tannenbaum. You know he was all over Justin Herbert. Love Justin Herbert. And a lot of people were patting him on the ass saying that he got that one right. Here's what he said. I've never been in on Tua. 14th best quarterback in the AFC. So only 17 teams? Oh, 16 teams? Yeah. Huh. 14th. Hmm. 14th. That, and that's why he doesn't have a job anymore. But, but That's why you sit next to Mike Greenberg on Jet Up. But, but, but here's the funny thing. I hope none of these guys have uh, MVP votes. Because if they're anything like you. Team Petty? Yo, they ain't going to vote for just because they're going to make them look wrong. Stephen A. Smith, Tua is miniature sized. He can only throw two, three yards. It's just like. He's also a squirrel. <laughs> so, so my thing is this Is anybody going to hold them accountable for just being. Well, I think this is wrong. what I think this Dolphins is what the, I think this is what Dolphins receipts is doing. Okay, there there are Dolphins centralized freezing cold takes. Okay, and these people and before you got in here, I was just saying people are getting sensitive Ooh, over this. Somebody said read Mina Kimes. Oh, Mina Kimes. Tua almost throws interceptions. Doesn't take care of the ball. Uh, uh, <clears throat> One game, seventy eight percent. One game against the Steelers. Seventy-eight. The best Wait, touchdown one, interception. On. One ratio. game off the doesn't Steelers. He have, doesn't he have the best interception ratio? Of yeah, he's only thrown like three interceptions. Met, well, first of all, I've never heard of almost interceptions until this year. I've never heard of right, it. Right, right. Never heard of right. it. Right, and it's just to make your point that you would go and venture down a path that's never been traveled, just to make your point. You know that's why they play defense. They can't catch. That's true. So you take chances. He almost doesn't. He had one game. Where he threw a lot of almost interceptions. You know, his first game back after the his, first game, yeah, after the, his brain was concussed. The, the, the first game back after getting stretchered off the field. Excuse him. Excuse him for a little rust. 
Excuse him. You know what? I've What's always, he done since? You know what I what what? I'd be amazed at how people, in general, would be able to function on a daily basis if you were critiqued at your job like this, right? Like, it, like it, it's it's amazing. Like, Robbie was wrong. Robbie was wrong. Right? Look, I never said two was going to be good. But I said, we can't come to that conclusion until he's healthy. That's it. Um, and I also said, you don't just lose arm strength like that. There's another reason why. If you think he has a weak arm, it has to be because of his hip. Because nobody complained about him having a weak arm in college. Crazy. Which was two damn years ago. Hey, parents, keep your child active this Black Friday by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting a fall session of the Junior Dolphins Football Clinic presented by FAIR on November 25th. It's taught by the Junior Dolphins coaches. This half-day clinic is available for boys and girls ages 7 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphinsFootballCamp.com slash camps to secure your spot today. Got another annoying thing that ESPN did with the Dolphins. The entire Dolphins team, not just Tua, the entire Dolphins team that's on the front of their webpage today. Get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's our number two with Tobin and Leroy. Welcome back, you rascals. Tobin and Leroy. Music is coming to the beach. The Odyssey Beach Festival returning to Fort Lauderdale Beach on December 3rd and 4th. Among those performing, Jack White, Muse, Jimmy Eat World, Machine Gun Kelly, and a whole lot more. Don't miss out, because the beach is filling up. Purchase your tickets now at odysseybeachfestival.com. The GOAT, Tommy Hutton. He's going to join us in about 15 minutes. We'll talk some Sandy Alcantara with the one of the uh, television analysts. He's really the television analyst. Always in my heart. The voice of my childhood, yep. Tommy Hutton. Yep. Did I tell you I once uh, was in Tommy Hutton's baseball camp? I was. Ryan Dempster visited. It was a thrill. Hold on. What? You're killing the camp. 
What do you mean? Don't say you were there. I was good. I won team MVP. I was crushing it, dude. Because you, you, you got the kind of... 13-year-old Tobes could you, ball. But you got the Jason Boer. You were like the Jason Boer 13-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, dude, who's better than a fat kid at Little League? <laughs> I mean, those are usually the best ones. <laughs> Balling, dude. You never, you never expect it, but then they're always Dude, that was it. a great camp. I loved going to that camp. Tommy Hutton's baseball camp in I, Jupiter. I never went to a... I never went... No, I never went to a camp. That was by far my favorite. Because here here's the thing. Like, what has changed now... By, by the way, I, Trevor in the 203 who's... How dare you call Ryan Dempster a Cubs legend, okay? Marlins all-star, Ryan Dempster, an OG Marlin. So why – I'm trying to think of this. How as, – as kids, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays they play all the sports all year round. Yeah. But when I was a kid, we played all the sports because they were seasonal. Yeah. And, and I like – I. I think kids should be exposed to all the sports because there's basic fundamentals that transfer in all the sports. I agree. And it just really sucks that, you know, a guy thinks he's going to be a little LeBron, he want to play basketball all year round. Yeah, you get burned out too. Right. Like, I know my son, uh, my son's been been flipping around the sports. Like he just did baseball. Now he's like, I want to do basketball next. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to do PE. all of them. You get to watch them. I told him, get right. your shooting right. Intangibles. If I had to pick a player who his son's going to end up being, Caruso. More than a shooter, though. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying he's going to be he's going to be gritty. The, gritty Gym rat. the guy, the guy that's always you know real playing that real close defense. Yeah, yeah white. Yeah, we yeah. Do. I love. <laughs> you know who I love? Who does that? Who does like he just and and we saw this last year in the playoffs with Trey Young. Vincent. With, with Vincent. But they did – poor – do you know what they did to Gabe Vincent yesterday? Do you see what they did to Gabe Vincent? Made him guard Ananobi. <laughs> He's me. He looked like a squirrel. He's like this. Like, he looked <laughs> – He's like all up in there. Like looking up at him. And Ananobi's like, jeez, man. Vincent was screaming pineapple. <laughs> Too much. But I, I, I was like, why what? do I put – I, I was like, I, I, I'm not – Who else you going to put? They're all 6'9". I don't know, but Ananobi was balling out. Should put Jimmy Butler on a little bit more. Wait, they're all six nine. <laughs> Gabe, Pick one. Gabe Vincent's a dude. I know that was the the Heat's the tallest guy in the court was Jimmy Butler, who's you know quote unquote six eight. You know, like it's it was tough. It was tough to watch. I yeah. don't know why they didn't put Jovic in there anymore. I don't. It's like they gave him gave him a little sweetener, and that was it. Oh, we don't want to show too much because I think he could have went for thirty. Maybe he got off to an easy breezy start. I liked it. I liked it, and some and it wasn't all shots. He was getting points in the paint. He's a good. He's a great. Pa- that's what Spo says. He says his best. His best uh, asset is passing. He says that's so where he's why, the first. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Why did he do that? I don't know. Because like I hate when you see something during the game and it's like they don't really want to win. It's uh, it's a weird one because I feel like he could definitely help a lot of things. And you know what they're gonna say? Because he's not where he's supposed to be on the court mm-hmm. on our defensive sets or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, neither is and? Max Struess. He gets to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, Max Struess. How about the dunk? Oh, that Ooh. was good. I was like, intangible. I was in my jacuzzi. Intangibles. Can we <laughs> can we give Duncan his money? Can we give him oh, Duncan's Duncan's money? Got, didn't Duncan get one too? No, Duncan got the classic. He was in the area of the referee, and they just said foul. 
He Oh, that's that's dude. a staple of his, man. He, it's just like he exists and they love to call fouls on him. That's what they do. They call a foul before he checks in. Fifty five. Like the refs like they that elbow the other guy in the rib and he goes, fifty oh, five's in here. Easy whistle. Uh we'll get back into the heat in a little bit. Tommy Hunt's gonna join us, but I wanted to get to this. So the uh so ESPN did a piece today. What teams are unlucky and what teams are lucky? Oh, don't like what? Can I ask a question? Yep. Here's here's how you determine the lucky teams versus the unlucky teams. Go to the team that leads the league in turnovers. Because it's not a transferable stat. Some years you just are very good at it, and other years you're not. But it has a lot to do with your opposing team, and you get lucky. Uh, Bill Barnwell says, lucky, unlucky teams in 2022, how nine teams can improve and decline. But I'll just go right to the Dolphins, and then if you want to ask about others, I'll let you know who else they think is unlucky and lucky. But the Dolphins, they have declared the Dolphins lucky. Lucky Dolphins. Can I have he an goes, explanation, please? Minus what, one. What has gone right? One-score games and hidden special teams. He writes, Dolphins are rightfully over the moon. Tua Tungavailoa has been the league's best quarterback on a snap-by-snap basis this season. Mike McDaniel looks like the right, right head coaching hire after years of disappointing decisions. The defense has struggled, but Miami has won every game that Tungavailoa has completed so far in 2022. If anything... Given that the Dolphins lost three games, Tungavailoa mostly or entirely missed because of a concussion, Finn supporters might feel like they've been unlucky. You're right, Bill. But something tells me you're going to swerve me. While the Dolphins are a legitimate playoff team and a contender in the AFC East, I would argue that they have been fortuitous timing uh, for stretches. They are 5-0 and in games decided by seven points or fewer, including comeback victories in consecutive weeks over the Ravens and Bills. In the wins over the Bills and Steelers, they had to come up with a red zone stop to win. Oh, oh, that heavens to Betsy. Oh, you mean the Dolphins were clutch? Oh, I don't know what the number is on this, Steven. I don't even know if you could check. But I would say 70% of all NFL games are one-score games. The Lions and Bears had fourth-quarter drives to try and take the lead, only to come up short. Josh Boyer's defense deserves credit for coming up with those stops, but it's curious how it has struggled so often for long stretches in games and then sealed up shop exactly at the right time. I didn't, I didn't realize. You know, it, it, I'm sorry, is it a 60-minute game or is it a 56-minute game? Like, when does it did, – did, does the clock stop? Again, the thing that makes me mad is these people spend so much time around football, and yet – the nonsense that they put out there <laughs> makes it seem like they're just doing a piece on football and they work for CNN. Uh, right? On the like, whole, it's just a they're columnists. Uh, on the whole, the Dolphins rank 26 in defensive EPA per play allowed when they're leading. What the hell is EPA? <laughs> Gas mileage? I get good EPA. English Premier League? What? <laughs> What are we doing? When they're leading by seven points or fewer in the fourth quarter, though they have the league's eighth best defense. What's weird about those red zone stops is that Miami otherwise has been abysmal inside its own 20-yard line. It has allowed teams to convert touchdowns on 68.8% of their red zone possessions, the fourth worst mark in the league. The Dolphins only have three stuffs for zero points in 30-zone red zone attempts this season. A stop at the one-yard line against the Ravens from the two-yard line against the Bills and an interception from Kenny Pickett in the Steelers' win. They needed all three stops to win those games. But somehow that's lucky. 
Some of that's lucky. I... Miami has also benefited from uh, sloppy play on special teams. While it has fielded the league's worst special teams by DVOA. What? <laughs> well, and, Through and, 10 and, weeks. And just to get to Leroy's uh, question, hmm? eight games this week were one-score games. Right. Wow. DVOA? Dead on arrival? <laughs> it has gotten help from a source. Uh, I wouldn't typically consider it. A subpar, subpar opposing punting. While opposing kickers have now been above average. I'm sorry, this 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 <laughs> article should ridiculous. be called hashtag let's make stuff up. While opposing kickers have been above average on field goals and extra points, punters facing the Dolphins are only averaging 41.9 yards per punt. Once that would be embarrassed. So That's nearly two yards per punt below the second worst mark. Hey, what I, the hell is two yards gonna do in a punt? I, you jackass! Hey, I, I, I got a stat too. It's called the Dolphins don't punt. How about that stat? Wait, how about no, do you understand? How about our punter takes a nap? That this guy put on paper the reason why a team is lucky punts is because punters average two yards less against them. So if they had average league average, mm-hmm. which is forty three yards, I'm assuming. Yes. That they would have lost more games. Say that out loud to yourself. <laughs> Talk about reaching. That, that like, it's just ridiculous. Well, uh, I'll give you some more of this, but we got to take a break because Tommy Hutton's going to join the show. But that is some whoppers from, by Barnwell. Woof. Back with more after this. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. You guys can text the show at 305-567-0560 on the Kendall Toyota text line. Uh, I want to let you guys know it's another Dave & Buster's month. Go to WQAM.com and enter for your chance to win a $250 gift card to Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. Watch your favorite sports, and we'll treat you to food, beverages, and games at Dave & Buster's. Eat, drink, play. Watch sports at Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. Let's uh, celebrate Sandy Alcantara a little bit, Leroy, all right? Yes! Let's go out to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan the Goat. The best there is. The voice of Marlins baseball. The voice of my childhood. Tommy Hutton joined us here on the show. A great day yesterday. The Marlins getting their first Cy Young Award winner, which is was a unanimous pick. Uh, Tommy, that was a really, really cool moment. Like a man who's seen uh, a lot of the great moments of this franchise's history. Uh, how cool was last night for uh, for Fish fans? Well, I'll tell you this: it was so cool that I've got my Ace T-shirt. Remember I like the it. shirts they gave out of Sandy <laughs> like Beach it. last year? Yeah, I got my T-shirt on today. That's how cool it was. <laughs> it's uh, you know, not only the fact that he gets it, but uh, but to to be you know unanimously selected for what he did. Were you surprised that he got every vote in uh, in last night's award? You know, what's amazing is that personally, I was not surprised. Uh, I have a feeling there were some people around the country that maybe were a little surprised. I just enjoyed uh, going through some of the uh, amazing statistics that Sandy was able to put together last year. If, if you've not talked about it, you probably know 13 teams did not have a complete game at all. Sheesh. Sandy Alcantara had six himself. He had more complete games than any team. In, in both leagues. Uh, he finished strong. His last four starts, his ERA was 141. 
He was just amazing. And I read a great article uh, yesterday, I think it was, David Adler of uh, MLB.com was talking about Sandy Alcantara, the starter, and Sandy Alcantara, the closer. And he mentioned how Sandy's stuff, his four-seam fastball, his changeup, his slider, was as good as any closer around the leagues coming in in the ninth inning. So when he got to the ninth inning, he's, he had as good a stuff as any closer. So it was just amazing. How, how unique is this, though? I mean, are there more pitchers? Like, I won't say as good as Sandy, but there are, more, are there more pitchers that could do things like this, but because of the way baseball is, they don't get an opportunity? Or is just Sandy just on he's – he's one of the only guys that can do – some of the things that he's done with the complete games with, I, I, I mean, it's just the innings pitched. I mean, he's just, it, it's just far uh, and beyond the best pitcher, but are there other pitchers that, you know, you could probably look at and say, you know, if given the opportunity, maybe he could do some things like this. Leroy, you got a little old school in you. I can tell right <laughs> now. Uh, I, I honestly think there are, uh, but I think because of the nature of the game, and salaries the way they are, and uh, teams trying to protect pitchers. Uh, I think there are pitchers that could do it. Uh, and and the, the old school part of me thinks that maybe somewhere down the road in the next few years, we'll see more of this, especially the way Sandy was appreciated by the uh, sports writers around baseball. I just think it sucks because I was always taught normally, <laughs> and, and in order to be stronger at what you do, you have to do it more. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, now- I've talked to. Yeah, I, I remember uh, there's there's an old uh, pitcher way before everybody's time. His name was Stan Williams. Stan later became a pitching coach for a number of major leagues teams. And when he was a pitching coach, he used to throw a lot of batting practice every day. He was throwing batting practice every day. And I remember running into him and him telling me it's the best his arm had ever felt because he was doing so much throwing. And I know in years past, uh, the Braves pitchers, when they had the big three of Smoltz and Glavin and Maddox, those guys wouldn't just throw one little side session. They'd throw a couple of side sessions, maybe at uh, a half velocity, three-quarter velocity, and they, they maintained during the course of the year. Guys are taught differently now, and I understand that. So unless things change from the beginning, from the minor leagues, and as they work their way through the minor leagues, uh, we'll just see guys throwing five and six innings. If you look at young pitchers now, and I have a tendency to go back and and look at some of the Marlins prospects in the minor leagues and see how they're doing, a lot of times you'll just see five innings, maybe six tops. Uh, They just want to protect the guys. They feel that's the best way to get their strength, protect them, and get them to the major leagues. But I I really feel, and maybe it's the the old school romantic in me, (laughs) that it will come back and we'll see more guys like Sandy Alcantara. You know, the last guy I heard talk about this is Nolan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he, look, he threw fastballs <laughs> forever, right? Like, but I, I just think, like, it, it almost seems like you have to have twice as good a pitching staff if every start only pitches five innings. Well, the the problem, and I've talked to uh, to Jeff Nelson about this, who, who helps us out on Valley Sports at a lot of games and, and Nelly has said the same thing. If you have a starter go five, then you're relying on four different guys because each guy coming out of the bullpen is usually only going to throw one inning. You're relying on four guys 
be on the top of their game. Not always going to happen. Most of the time it doesn't happen. Right. One of them will have a bump in the road, and then there's your problem. So the more innings you can get out of your starter, the fewer guys you're going to have to rely on out of the bullpen. Right. Tommy, when it relates to Sandy, how much of this is mentality? How much of it is he's just a huge horse and can and has the physical capabilities of doing this? How much of this is just that maybe he's mentally tougher than guys? Like, what, what do you think, watching him, being around him, what do you think makes him so special that he's able to do this? Well, all of the above. He, he wants to do it. His mindset, he is a horse. He's strong. He works out more than, than anybody uh, that, that I've ever seen and been told. Uh, after a start, what he does uh, in between starts in the weight room, uh, down in the bullpen, uh, he puts in the effort for sure. And then mentally, you've got to have that, have that attitude, and Sandy has that attitude. He wants to go out and throw nine innings every time he gets the ball. So you have to throw all those things together. And I realize not every pitcher is going to have the physical capabilities of doing that, but Sandy certainly does. Do you feel like that ha- that's going to have a – a good trickle down maybe for the other pitchers in the organization. I know there's a lot of good young arms and sometimes bad stuff happens like to Max Meyer, just unfortunate things are going to happen. Yeah. That's the natural, you know, that's the, that's the game. But do you feel like having a guy who is at the top like this and seeing the way that he works, what kind of influence do you think that can have on the other guys in your organization? I, I think it has an influence and I've been reading already that uh, young prospect Yuri Perez is already beginning his uh, off season workouts with Sandy Alcantara. So go for it, Yuri. Do whatever <laughs> Sandy does. Right. Do whatever he says. Right. And that's a great sign to see that that can happen. And also got to give a tremendous amount of credit to Mel Stottlemyre Jr., mm-hmm. Marlins pitching coach. And, and I know everybody's happy that he's back uh, for the job that he not only did with Sandy, but has done with all the other pitchers uh, on the roster. I mean, Tom, Tommy, here's, here's what I, I, I just think it is. I, I think this is incredible for this organization from this standpoint. You have a guy who's been bred to throw nine innings. So everybody that follows him is going to think that they have to do what Sandy's doing. So it's going to make the whole pitching staff better. However, most of the pitchers in the league think, if I can make it to five or six innings, that's a quality start. I'm good. Doesn't that attitude need to change? Yeah, I think it does, and you have to look at it this way, too. Sandy, not only, as we talked about, has that mindset, has that physical uh, ability to do it, he has the quality of pitches to do it. He's, he's a guy who we all feel could probably go out and strike out 15 guys uh, a lot of games. Mm-hmm. But he likes to get outs on ground balls on that 92-mile-an-hour changeup. Uh, and so that conserves his pitch count. Guys who get a lot of swing and miss throw a lot of pitches. So more often than not, they're not going to go the, the eight or nine innings that Sandy does. So there's a difference in pitching style mm-hmm. and uh, also physical ability. You mentioned Max Meyer. Max Meyer, uh, barely six feet, if he is, uh, has the great arm to good stuff, but doesn't have that six foot five inch frame that Sandy Alcantara has. So there are a lot of things that factor into it. Tommy, where do you uh, where do you think winning this award? Where do you think this puts Sandy in the in the lore of the franchise history? You know, between Jose Dontrell, mm. you know, Josh Johnson, Josh Beckett. You know, we, there's been some electric Listen, arms that this pitchers. that this Jeez. franchise has had. Where where do you think this puts him? 
that's that's great just to hear you reel off all those names of of great pitchers a lot of organizations uh, that oh, have been yeah, around right. a lot longer than the marlins can't do that uh but yeah it just puts him at the top uh, being the first marlin ever to win the cy young award and and guys like jose and dontrell and and beckett and and kevin brown uh you go back josh johnson uh, led the league in era it's been a great uh, group of pitchers but now Sandy stands alone because he's the only one that's got that Cy Young trophy. Tommy, uh, they uh, they made the the manager hire this uh, this offseason with Skip Schumacher. Don Mattingly's time with the team uh, came to an end. With Skip, uh, have you heard anything about you know his mentality, what he's going to try and bring? Obviously, he's very young. He's going to be one of the younger managers in, in Major League Baseball. But uh, the guy, uh, the personality, what have you what have you heard about what he might bring to the team this year? I, I just think he's going to bring a. a, a a good attitude, a good culture that he has learned, that he learned from the St. Louis Cardinals organization. I'm actually really looking forward to uh, getting a chance to talk to him. Uh, I've I've talked to him briefly over the years when he was a player, but never in, in depth at anything. So I'm looking forward to it. I heard his his interview was fantastic uh, with the Marlins, uh, and and he's got some 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 new coaches coming on. I mentioned Mel Stottlemyre. Good that he's back. John Jay is going to be there. Uh, Jody Reed over at third base. So the, a good coaching staff, and I, I think certainly at, at his age, uh, Skip Schumacher, he'll bring some great enthusiasm too. Tommy, can I, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. What's easier to get on a baseball team, a quality pitcher or a quality hitter? Because this franchise has always seemed to have quality pitching, but the hitting side of it is just – it's always a swing and miss. Yeah, I think uh, the quality pitching is something that the uh, the organization is always focused on. And I think the hitting, I think if, if you had a team that had the quality pitching, the guys that you know are going to stay healthy, I think you can go out and find hitters. So I, I guess the answer would be hitters are probably easier to get than a top-notch number one, number two starter. Do you feel like – this is this is something that could turn around with the hitting quick because like I remember like back in the 06 team when they when they traded for you know they they made the Hanley trade they brought in Ugla a couple of years later they bring in Hori Cantu Mike Jacobs and like all of a sudden this they they had a very very potent lineup that maybe people weren't expecting it to come along as quick when just does sometimes it come around a lot quicker because right now it does feel like you know everybody loves Jazz but he's kind of like the one young guy that you you stand out to to an everyday guy and and feel confident that he's going to take that leap offensively from your time around the malls, Tommy, like, do you think it can happen a lot faster than maybe it appears right now? Well, I think it can happen faster. You you talk about jazz, but now if you look around the rest of the infield for the Marlins, you tell me, so you don't know for sure at first, you don't know uh, what kind of uh, offense you're going to get at shortstop and third base. You're not really sure. So those are holes that need to be filled. Certainly center field. And also, you, you want uh, Jorge Soler. Uh, the, the odds are, are that he's going to hopefully stay healthy and come back and put up some pretty good numbers. And, and the same with uh, Garcia in, in uh, Avisel Garcia in right field. Uh, two guys that were injured a lot last year. You hope they come back and can be productive the way they've been in their careers before. 
Well, we appreciate the time, Tommy. That was a really Thanks. cool moment yesterday. Yes. You guys, of course, can watch Tommy on Bally Sports Florida. does a fantastic job with Paul Severino, the entire crew over there. They do a great job covering the team. It was an awesome night last night, Tommy. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Tommy. Hey, uh, Tobin, Leroy, good to talk to you guys. All right. Always good talking to you, Tommy. Yep. Always good talking to you. Yep. We'll take a quick break here on the show. Be back with more after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.